Good afternoon, and welcome to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined for this afternoon show by my co-host, Mike Yakubik, and we have a special guest I'm going to let Michael introduce. But let us begin, as we always do, with our prayers to St. Michael. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Michael. Yes, really uh, lucky to have uh, the leading knight in the state of Pennsylvania, our state deputy, Mike Kish, and here he is clean shaven, which, you know, we, we, we were a little disappointed that he didn't keep that nice growth he had, but we'll, um, we'll accept him for what he is. Good morning, state worthy state deputy. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Joe. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. Good, good. So one of the things that uh, you're just fresh back from the uh, Supreme Convention, and we know we wanted we wanted to, um, you know, hear your side of it. I, I did watch uh, the masses. I saw you on uh, you and Colleen attending mass. They had a good picture of the two of you up there. That was really oh. nice. Nice okay. to see our local guys there. You know, I mean, not just all the. Uh, bishops and cardinals and uh, the supreme people it's nice to see our uh, our homegrown guys well it was uh it was a very good experience and as you said the masses are quite uh they're quite impressive when you see them i did not know my picture was up there hopefully i was uh smiling or at least looking reverent or something some sort. you look very you look very spiritual there you <laughs> go that's very good <laughs> It's um, it's always a very, it's a, I don't, I don't know, say humbling, but also awe-inspiring when you're at the Supreme Convention because you get to see brothers from around the world. Um, all this, all the jurisdictions we have, you know, seventy-five jurisdictions which range from the Philippines, South Korea. We're over in Poland, France, Ukraine. I mean, you can Mexico, Canada, and you meet brothers from everywhere, which is it really shows you. The, you know, the spread of the Knights of Columbus and that we're, we're an international group. We're not just, you know, our local little council. We tend to think of ourselves as a little council in a little church somewhere in Pennsylvania, but we're not. We're a huge organization. And, uh, you know, if you saw the state's dinner, there was 2,000 people there. It's just amazing that we have brothers everywhere. I, I mean, we know it, but to actually see it in person is quite impressive. Yeah, it really is. I mean, just to see the guys coming down in... Um... You know, in their uniforms, walking together, and you see all the nationalities because you see, you know, the the, the different color faces mm -hmm. of the Knights of Columbus. You know, we are we are when people talk about diversity here, we are probably one of the most diverse organizations in the world. The only thing that we have in common, other than being men, is being Catholic. Absolutely, our Catholic faith unites us. Yes, yeah, and I mean, it's just when you talk about brotherhood and you talk about fraternity. I don't care if you're black or white or orange or yellow, no matter what your nationality is, you are a brother in Christ. And I, I think it's really something to see. Absolutely. I mean, that that is that is actually the perfect words for it. We are brothers in Christ because you see every every color, every language. You see mm -hmm. people from, you know, short, tall, every kind of physical description you could think of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're just all here and we're all brothers. And when we see each other, even if we don't know each other's names, 
we we automatically bond because you know we're brothers and you know we you talk to people from different countries and the first thing we always say to each other is hello brother you know that's mm -hmm. how we introduce each other because we we know each other we're all brothers um learning names and and you know talking sometimes language can be a little bit of a barrier sometimes but really the the spirit of being brothers in Christ it just it it permeates the whole event because everybody's just a brother there we're all there for the same reason yeah, I think that's one of the things that is so nice about the mass is whether it's the memorial mass or the you know the opening mass. It's just it's it's uh, you can see our Catholic faith in each and every person that attends the mass. You know, Absolutely, really something. Priests from around the around the globe. You see bishops from around the world. Uh, you know, it's it's a bond. I mean, it, it definitely is something that affects when you see it in person. It definitely gives you a feeling of. Yes, we are the universal church where this is what we are. You know, our faith extends around the entire world and we all share in it. And it's a great experience. It's a great experience. It really is a great experience. I'm blessed to be able to be there and represent Pennsylvania as our state deputy, along with the delegates who came from Pennsylvania. You know, we had a we had a very good time. We had wonderful fraternity meeting, like as I said, meeting our brothers and just enjoying being with each other. It, it was, like I said, quite an experience. I'm very blessed and humbled by it to be able to do it. Yeah, I know you're a little disappointed in uh, not getting Circle of Honor, but, you know, one of the things that we do want to bring out here on the on the show, it is really something to achieve what you achieve to get Circle of Honor in the first year of the administration. You know, most state deputies that get Circle of Honor, it's normally the second year of the administration. Mm -hmm. And I mean, other than a I guess the simplest word I can use, other than the snafu that occurred, yeah. the state of Pennsylvania would have entered the circle of honor the very first year. Yes, we the and and I, you said me, but it wasn't me. It's the state of Pennsylvania. Um, we we did tremendous things this last year um, with all of our coats for kids, the ultrasound machines, um, Special Olympics, and just bringing in the membership that we did, bringing brothers more brothers into our order to work together with us. We did phenomenal. Um, and surely it would have been an honor for Pennsylvania to be there the first year of my administration. But I'm looking at it long term. Well, what we tried to do was change some of the atmosphere and the attitude in Pennsylvania. And I think we did that. I think people now in Pennsylvania know that we can do it. We can be in the circle of honor. All of our goals, it was just because of some logistical things that didn't happen, but that's okay. I'm, I'm going forward. We're going to make Circle of Honor this year, and hopefully this will extend into the next state deputy's term and the state deputy after that. We really want to build an, a culture and an attitude that we can do it, that Pennsylvania is not, you know, remembered for the past. We're going to be remembered for the future of what we're doing. And that's really every council in Pennsylvania. I, I as a, you know, a leader, I gave them a vision to my team and to all the, all the, all of my brother knights in Pennsylvania. And they really responded to it. And that's really why we were successful. One person cannot do all this. It takes it takes a fraternity. It takes a brotherhood to do this. And 508 active councils in Pennsylvania, we did it. Yeah, there's I think that's no, one of the... Go ahead, Joseph. I'm there's sorry. No, there's no I in team, Mike. That's exactly right. There's no I in team. You know, when the going gets tough, we get going. Exactly. Exactly well, right. I, I think one of the things that really is helping our... Uh, council is the programs that that are being that are going on actually 
when you see what's being accomplished, it draws men into us. It really has. I've noticed that so many, I think ASAP was one of the best mm-hmm. because we, we actually put our money and our resources and our individuals where our mouth was. You know, we always say we're pro-life and now we're showing that we are truly pro-life. And, uh, and I think yes. that was, that that's one of the big things I know we've, we've brought in quite a few men just because of something like that, that, you know, yes. we're involved with what the community does. Well, when you, when you look at the idea of the Knights of Columbus being pro-life, we're not, we're not just pro-life in the womb with our ultrasound machines and, and, you know, standing up for life, for the life of the unborn child who can't defend themselves. You go through you go through a person's life. We're there with ASAP. It was something that we were already doing. It just kind of became a formalized program. We've always been supporting pregnancy centers. You look at Coats for Kids. We've all, we've been doing Coats for Kids for many years, and that's something that helps little children get a winter coat. You know, um, you look at the wheelchair mission, food for families, all the things that we do through any person's life that we're trying to help. It's from the from conception to natural death. We're there all along the way in different different programs, different places, different, you know, maybe modes of how we help people. But we're there for everybody's life. We believe in helping those who need help. You know, there's a good saying where there's a need, there's a night. And that's true. We're there at all stages of life. And that's what it really means to be pro-life. You know, we have ministries that go to hospitals, that go to prisons, that go, you know, provide Bible studies and, and Bibles to kids that are graduating from from uh, high school and they're all over the spectrum that we help people. And that's what we're, that's what we're here to do. You know, as disciples of Christ, he said, what'd you do for the least of my brothers you do for me. So we're only following what, what our Lord told us to do. And we do it in many different ways all across the state, all across the country and around the world. We are there to help. And that's what we, that's what we do. Um, At the Supreme convention, uh, our Supreme Knight, Patrick Kelly, talked about the Knights of Columbus being men on a mission to change the world. And I really believe that that is probably the, the best description of what we do and what we're about. Um, we have uh, on the Supreme website, if you actually go to it, and I don't know some people maybe who aren't Knights, just take a look at the very front of the Supreme website, kfc.org. And you'll see it says men on a mission and the line underneath of it, which I think is probably the best line that I've seen in a long time that we are a Catholic brotherhood changing the world. And I truly believe that that is our mission. It falls right into line with our state prayer, the mission of my life. And if you read the state prayer, which is also on our state website, kfcpennsylvania.org, it talk, it's a prayer from St. Uh, John Henry Cardinal Newman. And it talks about what we are supposed to do as, as people and as and as sons of, as sons of God and, and brothers of Christ, what we're supposed to do. And I think that it just fits right in with the mission of the Knights of Columbus, what we do. And I really and truly believe that's that's why we're drawing more people in is because of the fact right. that it's it's we're getting more visible. And just as you said, we've always done ASAP. We've always looked at helping out young ladies and even older women that needed assistance during mm-hmm. during their time. And yet we just never publicized it. And now that's getting out and people are saying, well, wait a minute, I didn't know you did that. Or I didn't know you did this. I didn't know that. During rough times, you were feeding the community, and and now it's a little bit more uh, visual, and I think that really is helping us uh, get more individuals that want to help. Absolutely, I think what we did last year, and you know, with all the coats and everything that we've talked about, I think it really showed people, and like you said, men in the community, 
you know, maybe our parishes didn't know we were doing some of these things and they saw it and they thought, wow, I want to be part of that. I want to be part of something bigger than I am, than myself. And I think that's a great, it really is what we're about. Yeah, I think we better uh, cut it off right there. Hold that thought, guys. Uh, it looks like we have about, uh, I don't know, 40 seconds or so. How about we go to a break and we'll come back and get into some more topics. We'll be back right after these messages. And welcome back to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined for this afternoon's show by Mike Yakubik and our worthy state deputy, Mike Kish. So I'm going to throw it right back to uh, to Michael. And we were talking about, uh, oh, what do you call it, core. Uh, and I'll let Michael explain what that is and, and why it's so valuable and going to be more valuable to us as nights going forward. Michael. Thank you, Joe. Um, so just to do a little bit of background on core. Cor is C-O-R, and it's the Latin word for heart. It comes from the Episcopal motto of St. John Henry Cardinal Newman, heart speaks to heart. And what they are looking to do with this initiative is to build up men in their faith. If you, if you were to look back at the original charter for the Knights of Columbus, part of the charter reads to help Catholic men grow in their faith. So the Supreme, the Supreme Council has gotten together and they're they're putting out this initiative, and it's not for Knights of Columbus. It's just something that, because we have a tremendous network of people through the states, through the world, and it's a very easy way to implement it into a parish because we're usually already there. The Knights of Columbus are in many, many parishes, so we can we have that network and resources that we can put this out. So the core meetings that we're going to be doing, it's a it's going to be extended to the to the parishes, to all men in the parish. You don't have to be a Knight of Columbus. It's just men in the parish. And the reason it's just men, not that we don't love our ladies, which we do, but men will speak differently to men than they will when a woman's present. Only because men can be a little bit more open, a little bit more free to talk to other men. Uh, as scripture tells us, iron sharpens iron. And that's what we're trying to do with the core thing. We're trying to build each other up and help each other to learn our faith better, to live, to learn to live our faith better. It's very easy to say we have faith in Christ. It's very hard to live it. And that's what this is supposed to help us do. It has three parts to it, prayer, formation, and fraternity. So obviously the prayer part, we can understand praying together and what we're going to do that way. Formation can take on many, many, um, many forms. It could be that we do the In the Breach series that the Knights of Columbus did. It could be that we get a book and we read it together and maybe chapter, a couple chapters. When we come back for our next meeting, we discuss what we learned through that, through the books. It can be, it can be several different ways. And, and it's really going to kind of be open to the group that decides what they want to do on the formation. We are going to ask if a priest can be, be involved or if a, a deacon can be involved so that they can give us a little bit more formation, a little bit more help with maybe some of the, some of the parts of scripture or just, you know, our understanding of it. And then fraternity part. The fraternity part, which is which I think is really going to be one of the important parts of it, there's many men who are out there struggling to live their faith. 
and to understand their faith better and to grow in their faith. And the fraternity part of talking with other men can help them to get better at get better at their faith. And this isn't just for young men, although that is part of the core audience that they're looking for, because younger men are struggling tremendously to find that faith. They're going to they're going to the end of breach series, which was a great series. There's a lot of men, young men that watch that. But I also think older knights like myself, <laughs> I'm not a young man, but I have lived through a lot. I have studied a lot. I can always bring something to that meeting as well. And and not just bring something to it, but also learn from it. Because as we all as we all struggle through life, we can all help each other. And I think the core the core initiative that we're calling it is going to be a tremendous um, how should I say it? It's going to be a tremendous force for good in the church. The men of the church need to be strong. We need to be strong in our faith. We need to be willing to defend our faith and protect our church and our families and and everything that goes along with being a man in, in this world. Unfortunately, too much of society is telling us that. You know, you hear this term toxic masculinity. That's not the problem in our world. The problem in our world is the lack of masculinity, lack of men being true men. Amen. And it doesn't mean it does it doesn't mean being domineering. It doesn't mean being a, a ruthless ruler. It means being willing to give your life for your family, for your faith. That's what we're told in scripture. That's what it means to be the leader of a family. You you have to be a man. You have to understand what your job is. We have too many young, really young men, our our children that are growing up without that influence. And they need to be taught that influence of what it means to be a true man. And that's what we're hoping this core will have a lot of influence. We think it's a game changer for the church. It is not going to be a recruitment tool for the Knights of Columbus. We're not going to be going out there saying, oh, if you join core, you have to be a Knight of Columbus. That's not what this is going to be about. Now, hopefully, as men grow in their faith and they start understanding what their faith calls them to do, then a way to live out that faith is through the Knights of Columbus. So if somebody joins, if somebody gets goes to these core meetings and starts getting maybe uh, inspired to do some more in their community and to get more involved, certainly the Knights of Columbus can be a way to do that. But we're not going to make it a high pressure sales. It's not something like, oh, you need to join the Knights. That's not what this is about. We're just hoping it will lead to men joining the Knights and living, even if they don't, if they still live out their faith, it's still the better thing for it. They'll be the better person for it. And you know what I think, Michael, is... Post-COVID, when you go to mass on church, the numbers are starting to go up, but they're going up very, very slowly in some areas. And Absolutely. I think this is another way to get people back in the pews. I mean, Absolutely. You know, live, I, live, live, live your Catholic faith. I think you're absolutely right. I think once we once men start seeing this and they start, be, if they become part of it, I think that that will inspire them to live all of their life in a different way. There's and that will wrong. include going to mass. That will include going to mass. You know, just changing how they're how they think about life and how they think about what their responsibilities are. I think it's a great idea. I mean, the idea of the whole the whole program is wonderful. Um, we'll be we'll be rolling it out in the state of Pennsylvania very soon. Um, our uh, evangelization and faith formation director, Nathan Sudi for the state, he just come back. He just came back from training up at Supreme with this. And he was quite inspired. He sent me a he sent me a, a little bit of an email. Let me know what happened. And he was. He said for him, he could feel his personal growth just being there for a weekend of talking about it and what we're going to do. So I'm very excited for the state of Pennsylvania and what can happen here in the future. Um, we'll be looking for councils to become involved in it. I don't expect it to explode during, around the state, but I'm looking for, you know, we're looking for at least 10 to 15. But I think we're going to have more like 20 or 30 councils that want to start it right away, which I think is great. 
Um, I've been getting emails from people and, you know, when I see people as I travel the state, I'm hearing about it and they're excited. And I think that I think that's a wonderful, you know, it's a wonderful, inspiring thing to see that men want to do this. And that's the key to men want to do this. Yep. I'll give you a a little uh, bit of a snippet. Uh, Our station manager was also a fourth degree brother night, you know, talking about core. But we, we decided that we're going to call the other radio stations, Catholic radio stations in the state, and start talking to each other, like on Zoom meetings and sharing stuff like this with this real alternative that's going on now. Yeah. Okay. We need to get that word out. We have people here from the Pennsylvania uh, pro-life, uh, Maria Gallagher and other people that we put a show together. And the other stations, some of them are starting to air it for us. All we do is send them the MP3 files. But you got to talk to each other. You got to get that word out. Absolutely. That's that's one of the keys. Um, I think talking amongst, you know, whether it be, as you said, Catholic radio stations, Catholic brothers in a church, Catholic brothers in our councils, you know, the more we the more we work together, the better off we're going to be and the better the better we can do for the world. As that as I said, that line, a Catholic brotherhood changing the world. And I think this core initiative is going to be a part of that really coming true in the next few years. I think we're going to see it really become something strong and really become a, a changer for the church and our society, hopefully. Well, I think one of the nice things is, is our very first um, Spanish night talk that we had, uh, Carlos and uh, Jose Jimenez from Supreme, they felt that core was so important. That was the first topic on the very first Hispanic show that we've had. And yeah. I think that's that just coincides exactly what you said. This is something that uh, affects all of us men, all of us Catholic men, and we need to be involved. And I think they showed how important it is to uh, to them and to the Hispanic community. Absolutely. We were we were uh, very fortunate to have our vice president of ethic development, Jose Jimenez, as you said, that came to Pennsylvania and we met with our team the Hispanic team in Pennsylvania. And we we have really made an effort to try and grow our team. There's a, a very large Spanish-speaking population in the state of Pennsylvania. And the outreach to them is part of my goal. Over, it was from last year to this year, we've increased the amount of uh, positions that we have that helping the Spanish community. And I, and I do believe they are men just like we are. And they are in the same boat that we are sometimes. And I think we all need to think about that, that we can do this this is a worldwide initiative. This is going to eventually be everywhere that the Knights of Columbus are. And I, I see it very strongly in the Spanish, Spanish-speaking community. They are very faith-filled people. And I think they will benefit as well as anybody. And our Hispanic team is doing a wonderful job. We're trying to grow our, grow our presence in the Spanish-speaking community. And I think with the guys that we have, we will see it go forward. I, as, as I said, a lot of the things that I have tried to initiate and I have tried to start are going to go way beyond my time as state deputy but if it continues and we continue to grow i'll i'll share a little bit of pride with that to say hey maybe some of the stuff we started actually did really well and i think it will and i think that's one of them is actually reaching out to the hispanic community and with the core it'll go for everybody it's not just you know one is not english speaking it's for everybody and i think it's going to be a tremendous tremendous uh asset for us in the future of what we do yeah i think um i was, I was just kind of thinking while you were talking i uh, it reminded me of Father McGivney and the Irish and why he started this, you know, mm-hmm. to bring men back into the faith. And and it sounds like CORE is doing the same thing. You yep. know, it's taking us as knights and, and not necessarily as knights, as you had mentioned, but Catholic men 
Mm -hmm. starting to get back into our faith, start to get back in. I mean, and this is the same thing that he went through when he initiated the Knights of Columbus. We had men falling away from the church. He said, how do I get them back in? And the Knights were the answer. And I think that uh, in this time of turmoil we have right now, core sounds like the way to go. Increase our faith and that'll do everything that we need. You know, right, well, I see we're down over a minute, I think, give or take. So any final thoughts for the state deputy? Um, just just one real quick one. We have gone through history with men falling away from their faith, people falling away from their faith. And I think this moment in time is one of those one of those moments where we need to change what we're looking at and how we look at things. And I think core will help us to do that. And I think we'll we'll get back to our faith. The faith will become stronger. And we'll be better for it. And I, the world will be better for it. You know, that's what that's what we're looking at with the core initiative and in, in the state of Pennsylvania. Any any person out there, any man listening to this, when you hear it in your neighborhood or you hear it in your parish, please join that core initiative and be part of it. If you decide to join the Knights of Columbus, we will certainly welcome you as brothers. If you decide just to stay in the core meeting, we will still discuss things just like who we would. We want everyone to be part of this. There you go. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. The worthy state deputy, uh, Mike Kish, uh, Mike Kubik. I want to thank you both for uh, coming in and doing the, the show with me. Well, when I talk, I'm Joe Murphy. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. God bless. <laughs>